I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Okay, fellow worshipers, let's go. For this episode of the Worshippers Heart Podcast, we are going to focus on a few names of God. What is a good name? The value of having a good name. So let's see, what is a name? A name defines who we are. It's who we're referred to and, and who we respond to and what we reference to. And we're called by that name numerous times throughout the day. Our name is connected to our identity and our individuality. It's who you are. No one can take away from me being Carol. C-A-R-O-L. Our name is, it means as much value as it does to the spelling of it. And if you think about it, when people are introduced to each other, and then you by half and chance see that person again in another location and they remember your name, you feel valued and important. So why do we not think that God does not desire for us to call him by his name? So again, we're going to highlight just a few of them and then we're going to explore others at a later time. So in the African-American church there is a song that says God is the joy and the strength of my life he moves all pain misery and strife he promised to keep me never to leave me he never ever falls short of his word simply put God is so let's say God is Jehovah Jehovah is Hebrew for Yahweh and defines God as I am who I am. Jehovah references God as the utmost important. In Psalms 83:18 it tells us that men may know that thou whose name alone is Jehovah art the most high over all the earth. So when we say God is Jehovah God is important. God is I am. I am who I am. Tell them I am sent you. Jehovah. God is Jehovah. God is Yahweh. So now let's look at when we say God is, God is Father. And you hear people say, Abba, Father, God is Abba. Arabic, Abba, means Father. And when we think about our Father in the earthly aspect, we think of someone who speaks to us, someone who soothes us and comforts us, someone who brings peace to us in the storms, 
someone who tucks us in at night, someone that we run to for covering and protection. That's what we do with God. He is our father. Galatians 4, 6 tells us because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out Abba, Father. Our father shapes and enriches our lives. They provide us strength and weaknesses. They give us support when we need it and discipline when necessary. So just as our natural father provides all those things here on earth, God, our heavenly father, desires to do and longs to do the same for us. He yearns for us to have and to be the best, just as our natural father does. It's important to know that regardless of who you are, your status, your job position, where you place yourself in hierarchy, we all belong to God. We are his children. Even in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus recognized God as Abba Father. Mark 14, 36, Abba Father, he says, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but your will. Even then, Jesus was submitting to his Father. God desires for us to seek him as it pertains to all the areas of our lives, not just the areas that we pick and choose for him to be a valuable part of, but all the areas. Why? Because he is our father. He is Abba. He wants to comfort us. He wants to support us and provide words of wisdom to us through the Bible and even through other people. Even though knowing he is our father, he is also our friend. Isn't it beautiful to know that he desires to please us? Isn't it beautiful for us to know that he wants the best for us? Just like our earthly father does. But the difference between our earthly and heavenly father is our heavenly father, Abba, never falls short. He's always there. So even though the moments that we feel that we're alone, our father, Abba, is with us. He cares for you because you're his child. God is comforter. When we are distressed, who do we call? When we are lonely, who do we seek for companionship? When we're discouraged, who do we seek to lift us up? Often we turn to the insight and directions of our friends and family, but we should seek the one who provides comfort and is an advocate for us. The one who has left us a comforter. There is a comforter for us, the Holy Spirit. When Jesus ascended into heaven, he said he would leave us a comforter, someone to walk alongside us. John 14, 26 tells us, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Isn't it beautiful to know that he has left the comforter for us, someone 
who is here to be with us, to walk alongside us, to encourage us, to build us up, to give us companionship, even though we may not see it tangibly, if we cry out from our hearts, he's there. So why do we not do those things? Why do we not desire and call out to our comforter? We have to learn to trust our lives and situations to the hands of the one who only wants the best for us. And God is infinite, without limits, size, impossible to measure. God is without limits. We can't measure him. We can't imagine the capacity and size. He is without end. God's infancy is more than we can fully understand and comprehend. We can't put him in a box. We can't limit what he can do. We can't even base our infinite minds on his goodness and his mercy. Even though we may try, we can't limit God's ability. Even through his infancy, God reveals himself to us in various forms through the scripture creation and the wind and the rain and the sun and the moon and the stars as our deliverer who who's with us seeing us through situations and circumstances and even through our savior jesus christ psalms 147 5 says great is our lord and mighty in power his understanding has no limit psalms 145 3 great is the lord and most worthy of praise, his greatness no one can famine. Romans eleven thirty three. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wise, and the knowledge of God! How unsearchable his judgment and his paths beyond tracing. So we have to recognize that God is Jehovah. I am that I am. He is Abba, our Father. Comforter. He has left a comforter to walk alongside of us, Holy Spirit. And God is infinite. There's no boundaries, no limits. We can't even imagine the capacity of God's ability. So let's look at Proverbs 22 and 1, which tells us a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver and gold. We have to understand that a good name speaks to our reputation and our character. It identifies us far beyond mortality. Even in our passing, we leave a legacy. A good name gives us stability. It's eternal in our legacy. And a good name brings loving favor. So why do we not absorb the names of God in our lives? Why do we not absorb the names of God in our worship? Why do we not cry out to God and give him his name when we are in our time of need as our, as our Lord, as Almighty, as our Father, as Redeemer, as our Shepherd, as Righteous, as our Rock, as Holy, as Living, 
as our healer, the father of mercy. He's everlasting. He's faithful. He's our creator. He's almighty. He's the giver of strength. He is loving. We always declare him alpha and omega, knowing he is the beginning and the end. But God is so much bigger than where we place him. So we're going to go deeper into the names of God. We're going to explore more about the names of God. But before we close, we're going to look at another song lyric from Israel Houghton. The song, Take the Limits Off. We have to take the limits off of God. He has endless capabilities. Endless capabilities. Everything that concerns you Mm. concerns God. Cast all your cares on him. For he cares for you. So I leave you with these words. I am not a man. I cannot lie. I know the plans for your life. I'm asking you to dream again. Believe again. And take the limits off of me. I am not a man. I cannot lie. I know the plans I have for you. They're my design. So I'm asking you just to hope again and trust again and take the limits off of me. I hear the Lord saying, take the limits off. Take the limits off. Release me to accomplish what I have promised you. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Release me. Release me. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Release me. Release me. I know the plans for your life. Dream again. Believe again. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Release me. Release me. Hope again. Trust again. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Release me to accomplish what I have promised you. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. And release me.
So I send you out with this benediction and gratitude to God, empowered by the Spirit. Let us strive to serve Christ in our daily task and to live holy and joyful lives, even as we watch for God's new heaven and new earth, praying, come, Lord Jesus, come. And remember, joy comes in the morning. Blessings. Blessings.